Hey soul lovers, happy self-love Sunday. And if you are not listening to this on a Sunday, then happy whatever day of the week it is. This is the Tamara Hansen Soul Love Podcast. And we talk about self-love here because self-love is at the foundation of everything in our lives. And why is that? Well, because when you think about it, when you have a strong foundation with yourself, with the relationship with yourself, knowing yourself, being aware of who you truly are and your emotions and your thoughts. And when you have that foundation, then you can be a lot more discerning of your world around you. And when you are grounded and rooted in this self-love for yourself, um, obviously self-love for yourself, that's an obvious thing. Uh, but when you have this self-love, that is really true love because um, being grounded in that and understanding who you are, then uh, th that's when you're able to stick handle uh, what comes at you in life. And when you know yourself, when you can understand yourself, even if you are understanding of yourself at a... Um, 90% level, then this is where um, life gets really juicy for you. When you have that strong relationship with yourself, then you can stand in your own power. You can be well-rooted in your own power. And when things come at you, um, you can just move with them. You don't need to be toppled over like uh, a tree that isn't well-rooted in its own soil. You will be well-grounded in your own soil and you'll just move with, with life. Um, with self-love and the relationship with yourself, a lot of it has to do with thoughts and emotions because when we are growing up, a lot of the, our thoughts and emotions or the things that we learn, um, that, is, that occurs from birth until seven years of age. That's the majority of our personality. So when we are observing others, um, our family life, our um, school life, the teachers who... Uh, who teach us, the people who, the authority figures that influence our lives between that time period till about six or seven years old, that's when we were just complete sponges and we absorb uh, what is being given to us and we don't really have this filter to filter out uh, what is happening around us. We just kind of absorb it and we... Um, make our impressions, our first impressions from that. And I know a lot of times that, speaking from experience, that when we have that period of time of absorption, um, and when others around us, if they don't know how to love themselves, then we are learning from those people who don't truly really know how to love themselves. and and don't truly have a, are, are well grounded 
and who they truly are. So then we pick up on their own belief systems, their own worries, their own um, thoughts and emotions surrounding who they are, their self-worth or respect for themselves. And we form whatever belief system around that. And then as we go through life, we have this habitual thinking and emotion and not in a lot of cases, not really um, knowing where that comes from. We just do it because that's what we we learned as we grew up. And we we didn't know any better. So this is the contrast that when we grow up with um, certain things in our lives, like maybe... Uh, the parental unit wasn't so loving to each other or maybe um, seeing how uh, our parents or maybe the authority figures like your teacher, uh, what their beliefs were and how they acted or reacted uh, to other situations, we kind of pick up on that and that's how we form our own life around that. And when we get older, we try to figure these things out and and we don't realize that a lot of these beliefs, they're not even ours to begin with. They are just um, something that we've expanded on or grown on and we don't really know why what is really at the root of why we do those things aside from that's what we picked up on. Then we lose sight of ourselves, of who we truly are as these beautiful divine beings because we're so um, so aware of our physicality, of who we are in this body, that we lose sight of our divinity, that we can create our lives uh, in a way that we choose. And this choo- how we choose to do this is through thoughts and emotions because thoughts and emotions are energy. And um, that's the beginning of everything. So when you are wanting to change your life, but everything just seems like, Groundhog Day, that you're living this life over and over again, maybe, um, you know, different day, uh, but same cast of characters or similar cast of characters that keep coming into your life. And it seems like you're just replaying certain situations over and over again. It's just different people involved. That's because of our thoughts and emotions and that how outdated they are that we're still using the same thoughts and emotions and not upgrading to something even better because we think we have no control over those thoughts and emotions. We think that this is the way it is and we're expecting other people to change when really we should be changing what's inside of us. And when we start changing up what we are thinking and feeling, and those emotions that are attached to them, um, then that's when we can create something brand new. 
And this isn't to say that we shouldn't embrace who we are or accept who we are. That's, that's not what it's about. What it's about is if you want something different in your life, then you have to choose differently. You have to think differently. You have to feel differently. And we can accept our present moment. We can accept who we are in this present moment. But if you are unhappy in this present moment, if you don't like how things are going in this present moment, then you have to take the steps to change what is going on. And the only way you can do that is by beginning within. And that is taking a look at your thoughts and emotions, taking a look at those habitual patterns, taking a look and going deep within and understanding who you are. And you could say, well, I'm this way or I feel this way or I'm doing it this way because of the way I was taught or because my dad did that or my mom did that or, or whatever. Well, that's great that you can understand where it came from or um, why you've done a certain thing, but if you, you can acknowledge it all you want, but if you're not taking the steps to make those changes, then nothing will change for you. And because the brain is neuroplastic, meaning that it can uh, adapt or change to neurons that fire and wire together can be rewired, um, if you're not changing those things up and doing your due diligence, then things will always remain the same. And then you'll just think that this is the way it is. You can't teach a dog, uh, old dog new tricks. And, um, and there you have it. This is who I am. But uh, when you begin to do your own due diligence, when you start making that effort of deciding and choosing every day that you are going to think and feel differently and you do so on a consistent basis, then that's when you see the changes uh, arrive. Um, that's when you see these changes that are going to present themselves in your daily life. And it's not a matter of you do it once and then things will change. It's um, consistent over a period of time. And it's like I've said before, this is exactly like going to the gym. It's like uh, when you are building up that muscle, um, do you do it once and then expect certain changes to happen? Do you expect to have um, this, these muscles, these great biceps, if you just do 10, 10 bicep curls or have abs of steel by just doing uh, 50 sit-ups? No, of course not. That's it's consistent effort. So it's no different when you're changing up your thoughts and emotions. It is consistent effort. It's consistently becoming aware of who you are and knowing what you are thinking and feeling and deciding um, from that point forward that you will maintain um, or be vigilant on those thoughts and emotions because you want something different. So if you kind of kind of perceive it or view it in that way that it's just like going to the gym and you're running on the treadmill and you know that if you consistently do this that you will lose weight or that you will become stronger um, physically. 
So if you consistently do this with your, your emotions and your thoughts, then, then you will become stronger in how you want to think and feel. And um, I've said this before that we are uh, so keen on uh, changing the way we look, our um, physical body by, uh, you know, doing ex exercise, going to the gym, um, eating healthier, uh, choosing different foods, um, that sort of thing, or uh, purchasing, you know, even certain makeup or skincare products um, because we want to look good and uh, feel good in our body. But that also includes uh, emotional, mental, emotional um, uh, thinking and feeling that's that also includes that, that we need to be vigilant about changing up those thoughts and feelings and taking care of our mental health as well. And to do that is by um, consistently uh, viewing, viewing ourselves, being grounded within ourselves, meditating, going within, and really becoming really come to know who we truly are as these divine, beautiful beings. And once you're able to do that and love yourself for it in every single moment, every time that you are catching yourself with a thought and emotion that doesn't feel good and knowing that you do not need to attach yourself to that thought or emotion, but you can move forward feeling differently by choosing something different. So let's say you're feeling frustrated, um, then move up to a better feeling thought and emotion incrementally. Don't reach for happiness if you are all the way down feeling uh, frustrated or disappointment because it's, it's too far to reach. It's like saying that I'm going to uh, run on the treadmill for 30 minutes and but have never ran before that is obviously not that's going to be that's going to set you up for failure because if you haven't done it before then you've got to work your way up to it so this is the same thing with thoughts and emotions that you've got to look where you are in that present moment and then incrementally feel better in every moment, in every day, and consistently do that and become more aware of where you are on that scale of emotions. And when you wake up in the morning, um, determine where you are. Determine what is, it's kind of like a, a barometer. Where am I? I'm waking up this morning. Where am I in, in the thoughts and emotions? Because sometimes we wake up and, and within two minutes, we're feeling crappy or sad. So determine where you are and then shut that down as fast as possible if you're not feeling in a manner that you want to feel or thinking a thought that you want to feel. Like getting up, thinking, oh, I don't want to go to work today. I really hate my job. I have so much to do, so much stress, etc. I don't like my boss, whatever that is. Well, can you change that in that moment? Can you change 
what is happening at work in that moment? Well, no, you can't, but you can change your response to it. So I believe I spoke about this last week about what the deal was with thoughts and emotions. This is kind of a continuation of that, that when you wake up in the morning, check where you're at, what is going on uh, with you as far as the thoughts and emotions go. So even before you hit the gym in the morning, determine what you were thinking and feeling. And so you can set your, uh, yourself up for your day to be successful. So that if something comes at you during the day that you are not so happy with, that you can handle that a lot more effectively than if you were in a state of disappointment or anger or sadness. Um, then you can handle a lot more effectively if you are in a state of, let's say, joy or even contentment. Then um, whatever comes your way, it'll just roll off you so easily. So I know that sometimes that we have um, bad days where it's a little bit harder to get up to that very positive feeling because we get kind of sucked down into this, this vortex of uh, negativity and, and that's okay. So in those times where it's just slightly a little harder to get out of that, uh, try to release that energy by maybe journaling or yeah, writing down your thoughts and emotions or expressing to someone who you trust just your thoughts and emotions so you can get that energy out because sometimes all you need to do is just that bottled up energy. You just shove it down, shove it down, shove it down, and then you're not releasing it. So by releasing it, because when you shove it down, you're, you are attaching yourself to it. You're not letting it go. And I don't care who you are. Some people say that venting will just put that energy out there. But if you're doing that in a way where you are intentionally releasing the energy of that by getting it out and just knowing that somebody else is listening to you, that you are being heard about your frustrations or whatever is happening, just let it out. And then once that energy is gone, once you've been able to release that, then you can decide, you choose in that moment that, okay, I've released this energy, now what am I gonna do? Because obviously I need to change how I'm responding to this situation or how I'm reacting to this. And I'm the only one that can change how I feel about it because people around me, I can't control what they do but I can control how I feel about it and how I think about it. So once you release that energy in any venting situation, then you decide that the only way that I can change this is how is changing how I feel. So you decide how you want to incrementally move up into better feeling thought and emotion. So if you're at disappointment or maybe you're at anger, once you're venting that, then you can decide that, okay, well, um, you know, in your vent session, maybe you're, you're going to move to blame because blame feels really good. But don't stay there. Begin to move up and 
decide, continually decide how you want to feel and that, well, okay, I want to feel contentment. Okay, so how do I get there? Just start talking your way up that scale with whoever you can talk to or journal it. Just keep writing and thinking about those things maybe that you appreciate. And they could be just super small things. Like if something is um, making you mad or disappointing you, can you flip that by seeing the blessing that is there? So um, maybe determining that, okay, this is, this is what's coming at me. I don't really appreciate it. I don't like it, but how can I look at it from a viewpoint of, I am seeing this from a different perspective and maybe what is this showing me? What is this showing me about myself? and what I expect from, from my work, my job, when it, whatever's happening day to day, what, can I, what am I expecting from this and how can I make this even better? Well, what if I expected that or look at it from, you know what, I really, you know what, as crappy as this place is, I appreciate that they trust me and that they see me as someone that um, is, is valued or they, um, appreciate my knowledge and my experience because there's got to be a little bit there of that just a smidgen even even in the worst uh, work situations there's got to be a smidgen of that and then maybe you can think of well it, this affords me um, uh, the luxury of being with my kids in the evening as opposed to if I was doing this job or maybe this job allows me to be flexible with my hours or I and I appreciate that or this job has benefits and I so need the benefits right now because Susie needs braces. So maybe you can turn it around and look at it from that direction that, you know what, I appreciate coming to work because there's a coworker or two coworkers that I enjoy being around and they make things a little bit easier for me and or I have the support by so-and-so at work so and I'm just using work as an example because that tends to be a good portion of our lives so if you can kind of flip it that way look at what it is showing you and then try to appreciate that you know this this place has shown me that I I value myself and that I am very knowledgeable in what I do and I'm actually really good at it and maybe it won't be at this place that I stay with and I can move on to another place and it gives you the strength and the self-worth when you start viewing it from a different perspective and that's where these thoughts and emotions come in and changing things up emotionally for you and doing so in an incremental way like you would if you were um, starting to run on the treadmill and working your way up to uh, running a marathon. So I hope this really helps uh, a lot of people with um, really reflecting on your thoughts and emotions and, and becoming um, the greatest versions of yourself by 
getting to really know who you are and building that strong foundation uh, to build a strong relationship with yourself because that's where all great relationships begin is if you have a strong relationship with yourself then that's where you uh, will um, bring in or uh, attract more wonderful, more grounded, more strong relationships with others. This has been your uh, Soul Love podcast for today. I hope you all have a wonderful week and uh, take care of yourself. Namaste.